everybody, welcome to SEN After Live. I am Jay Wade, and holy shit, fuck Batman, have we got one today? <laughs> That's right, guys, we're now on episode number 36 of this SEN Live After Show, and I'm totally stoked to have a schmo of the north here. Matt, once again, I believe it's your third time here. Always welcome, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, Jay Wade. Thanks for having me again. You know, it's always a blast being on this podcast with you. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. It's fun having you on. Um, I, we we uh, we always we always have a good time talking about this stuff uh, w- when you're on. So it's should be a good time tonight. Um, uh, I I had teased on Faith. Okay, last last week should have been episode thirty six. I uh, I had John from uh, Movie Lovers Unite on. We had a great time. Discord was acting up for some reason, and uh, I lost my well. I didn't lose my audio, but it was it was messed up. It was like I was a chipmunk running it, it to, uh, two times speed or so. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's not the first time that's happened. So we're it, I've done three or four tests today. I think three tests today just to make sure and everything sounded good. So we're crossing our fingers and hoping everything turns out right tonight. Uh, But I had teased for last week that I had an announcement, uh, a big announcement. And since it didn't come out last week, that would mean that that this is the week that I would make the big announcement. However, over the last couple of days, I've been thinking about some things and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off a little bit on that announcement. So, uh, We'll see what happens, but uh, but that aside, I wanted to uh, I wanted to address that real quick. Uh, we are an SE and live after show, and once again, I say this every time because I mean it. It's great to be able to have the full crew back in there, um, and and those like they say, those Streamlabs and super chats help out a lot with that. Um, and and Monday we had Christian uh, helming the show. Helm, <laughs> it just hit me too. The whole, Christian helmed the show, um, as he usually helms the show. Uh, Brett did not helm the show, but he was on the show, and Kate did not helm the show either, but she was on the show. Ben wishes he helmed the show, but he doesn't, so he was just on the show and helping out extremely, extremely well with uh, going through questions and whatnot. Of course, RB3, he's the man. Uh, He helms helms, uh, other projects. So uh, he did not helm this one, but uh, it, it was a good one. In 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 uh, being at the helm, J.J. Uh, Abrams did those Star Trek, uh, did the Star Trek reboot, and then he also kicked off the reboot of uh, the the new Star Wars sequels. I personally, I enjoyed Force Awakens. Uh, what did you think of Force Awakens, Matt, when that came out and you saw it? And uh, what do you think of it now after all of the movies have come out? It's uh, still my favorite of the Disney era uh, movies. It's probably the one I've rewatched the most. Yeah, uh, me too, for sure. It is. I hell, I put it on my phone. So like every time <laughs> I go to uh, a doctor's appointment or anything like that, BMV, did I just pull out my phone and I'm sitting there watching Force Awakens? It's my go-to whenever I'm on the road. Um, it's definitely. It's uh, yeah. I've had it a few times on my phone or iPad as well. It's just everyone says it's just a rehash of of a New Hope. So what? It's still a good story. It makes you feel good when you watch it. There's a lot of good moments, like the Chewie were home bit. Just yeah. Every time, man. Like opening night, seeing that in theaters was definitely top five experiences for me. Such so great. It makes you feel good. 
Yeah, I completely agree, man. Um, and uh, probably my favorite line of any Star Wars movie, whether it be in the in the uh, Skywalker saga or not, is in Force Awakens. Um, and it, it actually is a scene that involves Mark Ellis, uh, one of our schmoes. And the line is is uh, is said by Han Solo, Harrison Ford himself. Tell that to Conja Club. Oh, well, I just fucked that up. <laughs> and you know I did too, don't you? Yes, I did. Damn it. I had such yeah. a great lead up and build up to that, dude. You know, I'm like, dude, this is going so well. In my head, I'm thinking this is going so well. Like, this is going to be in contention of episode of the year uh, uh, for, from all podcast shows. And uh, just building right up to it. And then as soon as I said, started to say it, I was like, wait a minute, Mark Ellis said that. He didn't, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh, dude. I think I'm so excited. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm like, all right, th I, th all right, here's what that moment was, dude. That moment was like when your dog is so, it's out in the backyard, right? It's so yeah. fucking excited to come back inside that it doesn't realize the glass door is shut and it runs right the fuck into it. Been there, done that. <laughs> I have done that too, man. I was probably about five years old, maybe four, <laughs> yeah. four or five, and a friend was having a birthday party. Cute girl I had a crush on. Me and my best friend both had crutches on her, and we I remember we ended up wrestling for her in the middle of the party. But anyway, I did that. I was so excited to get up in there. I didn't realize they had the glass doors shut just right into it. I, uh, so uh, I, the apartment I live in now, uh, used to belong to some friends of mine, and during for this happened after a, a friend's wedding. So they everyone congregates back here. My one friend Chris, he was tall enough to pass a lawn chair up to the second floor balcony where I live. And mm -hmm. my buddy, when he went to go grab it, didn't realize his screen door was open, just completely <laughs> or was closed, and he just completely tripped through it, busted, bent in half, and almost fell off the balcony. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. Oh. I love moments like that in life, dude. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and and every time I see dogs with uh with no snout, like uh, boxers or or something mm -hmm. like that, you know, the first thing I say to them is I, I I don't. It's never the same thing, but it's in some way making fun of them for running into that glass door. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I also don't think that dogs without a snout are dogs. Okay. If if oh. it, if they don't have a snout, a tail, and if they fit in your fucking lap, they are not a dog, in my opinion. Oh, <laughs> uh, then I probably should say that I like dogs that are small enough to fit in my lap. <laughs> now, well, I have I've had one dog in my life. She was great, Skyly, and uh, she was a medium sized dog. You know, she came up to about my knees, but man, she oh, yeah. would jump right up in that chair on my lap all the time. I let her, man. She was she loved being a lap dog, but. Anyway, yeah, get yeah. way off track like I normally do. <laughs> hey, man, that's always the best. Yep, but uh, the point of bringing that up is because it's come up. It came up once again, and they kind of talked about it there Monday uh, to start off the show. Uh, is there a J.J. Abrams cut of Rise of Skywalker? And my question, which they kind of a they they address a little bit, but like, do we really care? Um, I'll just go ahead and start and say at this point. With the trilogy done and all the controversy around it, and how hateful everything got, and 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 everything that happened at this point, I do not care anymore. I just assume never revisit it again. 
not just that one, but the entire trilogy other than Force Awakens, because that is, it's my second favorite movie of the uh, Disney era. I, I like Rogue One over that one, I think. Oh, yeah. Rogue but, One's um, great, too. Yeah, but I, I'm personally, I'm just over it, man. And a lot of it has to do with the toxicity of the fandom. But also, a lot. I'm on the side where uh, I did not like The Last Jedi whatsoever. And uh, I did not like Rise of Skywalker either. But, I mean, it is what it is, you know? You, they, they have a vision. Uh, whether it's good or bad, you know, whatever, they have a vision, they create this art, they put it out for us to, to consume, and I uh, those two fell flat for me, and that's fine. I either like it or I don't, you know, so. Yeah, I, I look at it the same way as you, like, it is what it is, that's what we're given, fine. Um, I found last, like, I don't hate Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker by, by Skywalker by any imagination, granted, I really don't hate movies in general. But uh, I found that those two out of all the Star Wars movies uh, were the most that had diminishing returns. Um, like, was it all the other Star Wars movies I saw more than once in theaters? Rise of Skywalker, I only saw the one time. Uh, not that I hated it or anything. It's just I didn't really have any motivation to go see it. And so when it comes to the uh, a supposed JJ cut, if it... I, I could care less either way. Like, if it were ever to come out, cool. I'll watch it and see if there's anything different. But if it doesn't come out, it actually doesn't affect my day one way or another. Same thing with the uh, Snyder Cut. I'm really excited to finally see it. But if it never happened, that, that would have been fine too, right? Well, yeah, yeah. And I love that. I agree with all that. And I love that you brought up the Snyder Cut too because I just love to say this uh, because I personally, uh, it makes me feel good that, I have not seen Justice League, um, so and I just I never had a desire to. It never like the trailers yeah. and everything I heard. It just didn't seem like it was something that w would float my boat. So now, this might this might just be me. Like, yeah, it's got its issues, but I personally don't think it's as big of a hot mess as everybody says it is. Um, there is a scene where the where the entire Justice League is fighting Superman that is just so amazing. Um, that's mm. probably my favorite scene in the whole movie, but for the most part, it's enjoyable. Like I've watched it a few times since theaters. I don't hate it. I don't, I'm not over the moon about it, but it's not a bad movie. It's not like Suicide Squad. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, thank fuck Suicide for that, Squad, dude. <laughs> well, Suicide Squad for me is like one of those movies you put on the back in the background while you're cleaning your apartment. Right, right, right. <laughs> I get yeah. that analogy. Yep. Whereas Justice League, I can actually sit there and watch it and find enough things that are enjoyable about it. Right on, right on. Well, I'm stoked because I'm a big fan of Zack Snyder's. Uh, not yeah. only his, you know, uh, BVS and Man of Steel, but um, I, I enjoy those uh, as obviously, but his other work too. So. When when mm. I hear like a Zack Snyder cut, now my interest level is there. So that makes me excited that I've not seen it at all because now my first viewing of it can be Zack Snyder's viewing of it, or his yeah, his view of how how it should be. I should I should say there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's for me. That's what Warner Brothers' biggest issue is at the time. I can't really speak to it now, but at the time was there was too many cooks in the kitchen, too many people who didn't know how to make films stick in their hands where it didn't belong. Um, that's how we got the, like, again, Suicide Squad, that's how we got that mess where I'm sure you heard they hired the guys who edited the movie trailer to edit the film. 
Yeah, I heard that. It's like, dude, like, it, it come, it's got to come to a point where you got to, I, I understand you're running a business, but you got to let your filmmakers make their movie. And so I don't know. It's only speculation what happened with Zack Snyder at this point. Um, of course, we all know about his daughter and stuff like that, but there's also been rumors that he, prior to that, to that really press release, you know, he'd already been secretly fired, stuff like that. It's just one of those things, like, they should have just left it, left, let him finish. Yeah. What would you think of 300? Um, honestly, it's a movie I haven't watched since it came out. Um, it's visual, don't get me wrong, visually beautiful. It's just at that time, it didn't, it didn't grab me. Because that came out, what year did that come out? 2000, between 2005 and 2007, right? Sure. <laughs> okay. I even saw in the theater, but I can't remember. <laughs> is i was uh i was you know late teens early 20s when that came out and so my my view on things was different and it, it didn't grab me at that time um it's a movie i've actually been thinking about revisiting so All right. yeah yeah because yeah, my, my, my thing is personally my thing is is um i don't like movies that everything is cgi that is my biggest right. complaint about the star wars prequels where it's too much cgi it kind of hurts my eyes a little bit so I'm wondering if maybe if I if I watch it now if I feel the same same way because like I said I haven't watched it since it came out. Yeah, uh, never know, man. I mean, uh, like they're great Lebowski. I did not like that the first time I saw it. Um, yeah, there are a lot of movies that were like that. Well, there are some that I quit watching halfway through. Years later, I rewatched it, and they're now some of my favorite movies. And I'm, I'm like kicking myself. What the fuck was I thinking? Tropic Thunder is one of those movies for me. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Yep. And and especially I watched, when I found out that was Tom Cruise, I was like, oh, no yeah. way, dude. Yeah, I, I saw it in theaters and it was whatever. I take it or leave it. But then I watched it with my friends. And I guess it was watching it with Ed. I've loved it ever since. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And what watching things and listening to music with others, uh, especially friends, people you know and have close relationships with, man, uh, that shit can bring about some great stuff, man, some great feelings and great times. Uh, oh, for sure. I was in, dude, I'll tell you real quick here. I was in such a foul fucking mood yesterday. I mean, I was, um, uh, you know, I, 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 I have depression, social anxiety, um, and it's just, I've been having a hard, well, the couple, last couple of weeks have been especially hard, man, but you too, man? Yeah, I've been yeah. the same way myself. Yeah, but I mean, over the last month and a half to two months, dude, it's been, I've been, I've noticed I've been gradually going downhill, man. And, uh, oh, yeah. uh, so I, <laughs> um, I, and, and just, and I forgot what the fuck I was going to say, man. What were we talking about before that? I do that all the um, time. I got short term we memory loss too. We were talking about movies that we, that we didn't like the first time, but, uh, it could be on us. Yeah, you're talking about something that happened yesterday. Oh, oh, I was how movies and and music with with friends and stuff and good people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was in a foul mood yesterday. It's just like I'd come to my boiling point, you know. And I was uh, driving down the road to a buddy's house. I live in rural America, so like when I drive from my house to my buddy's house, I'm driving through the country. It's fucking great. Um, nice. Yeah, it's it's beautiful, man. Uh, so uh, I'm just, uh, and I'm so I'm just in a really shitty mood. Um, and of course the reds are fucking losing. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to fucking, you know, that puts me in a worse mood. So I turn on the radio and dude, F 
fat bottom girls comes on dude and it was like <laughs> i turned it up and I rem- i'm just like i remember screaming i'm like queen baby and yeah. i sang that fucking song and rocked out with the windows down and that like you know, I've I'm still got some stuff going on, but that relieved a lot of that anxiety and, and, and stress that I've been carrying, dude. And music is a beautiful fucking thing, dude. It oh, can yeah. it can lighten your mood like that, but I, I always have music on because I find if I'm working in silence or doing anything in silence, um it, I get too much in my own head. So yeah. at work, my, my my iPhone is always playing music. And for me, like you said, it was fat bottom girls. For me, it's generally um I'm a, I'm a country music fan, but a, more of a late 80s, early 90s country music fan. So there are certain songs from that era will come on and then I'll start singing them. And yeah, my, I'm like, that. my mood will just change. And it's it's great. Music really is. It's like medicine for the soul. Hell yeah. Same with Foxworthy. A lot of Jeff Foxworthy will change my mood too. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. It's a bowls and blood. It's the dust and mud. It's a roar yeah. of a Sunday crowd. Bow, bow. Yeah. It's Rodeo. the white and yeah. the knuckles, the gold in the buckle. He'll win. The nets go round. It's a yeah, you know, dude. It, I, I, know I, I realized if I don't stop now, I'm gonna end up singing whatever <laughs> I remember after that. So, but no, I feel you, man. Funnily enough, uh, like a lot of people ask me why I don't like modern pop music, modern music, and all that stuff, and I say it's because a lot of it has a lack of storytelling. Like you really, yes, just a lot of random words or. Or in the case of certain artists, it's the same words repeated over and over again. And I always use the song by Garth Brooks that summer as a perfect example of storytelling through music. Because you listen to that song, you can picture in your head the boy in the song that he's talking about working uh, on a farm for the summer and then getting seduced by the older woman and then reminiscing about it later in life. Like It's very good at painting a picture for you through music. I wish someone would seduce me. <laughs> yeah, you and me both, my dude. You and me both. Oh, but um, uh, speaking of seduction, the closest that anyone has gotten so far in my life to seducing me, which is not true, but I'd say in the last 12 years, uh, would be uh, hearing more news about Tron 3. That, that <laughs> we, we hear now it's going to happen, dude. I'm, I remember I saw the original Tron when I was a, a wee, wee lad, and uh, I loved that shit. And then when Legacy came out, see, I'm on that, I'm on that, so just, I love that yeah. movie. I eat it up. I could watch it every other day, probably, with no problem. Um, I love the story. I enjoy it. I always wanted a part three, but it's been all these years later and it doesn't sound like Olivia Wilde's coming back. It doesn't sound like the other fellow's coming back. Sorry, and, I can't. Uh, I don't know his uh, name. Garnet Headlam, I think, is what it was. Sure, we'll go like with that. that. Yeah. Uh, that that cat. He did a good job. I liked it. Uh, that sucks. I liked them in that movie. Yeah, uh, it doesn't sound like they're coming back. Um, but Jared Leto is said to be the lead in it now, and I, I just gotta personally say, no thanks, man. Um. Leto for me has become where I like him in specific roles, but I just I don't know, man. I I, I would never say I'm a fan of his work. I would say I'm a fan of some of his work. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. He just, man. I don't know, man. I'm just I don't I don't want my I don't want my beloved Tron tainted with Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand. I personally, yeah, I think he's too pretentious for his own good. Um, myself, yeah. 
Um, now, granted, I don't think I've ever seen him in a bad role. Um, I can't and, think of one either. Not even Suicide I, Squad. I not even Suicide yeah. Squad. He, he, you know, for what he had, he did a good job. Yeah, and we didn't see enough of him either, so it we didn't get a good uh, a good uh, palette or a large enough palette to judge. And going back to earlier conversation, that is a director's cut I would love to see. Yeah, and and real quick, uh, I don't know if I've if I, I know I've said it before. I don't know if you've been on when I've said it, but uh, if so, just tell me to shut the fuck up and we'll move on. But um, I always thought that Suicide Squad. They take that 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 waving arm, the the inflatable woman out of it. Um, forget her. I think it should have been that the that the Joker is going crazy. He's on a rampage, and that's why they they brought the Suicide Squad together, and that he was their target. Um, one, we would get more Leto, meaning more Joker, or more Joker, I should say, meaning we could see more of Leto's work in it. Yeah. But uh, just imagine, all right, the dynamic between Will Smith and Margot Robbie was already fucking amazing in that movie. Imagine if you add into this storyline of, you know, you've already got like like these these this group of villains who were released in order to go catch the Joker, but then throw in the mix the uh, conflict with Harley Quinn. You know, is she going to stick with the Suicide Squad and actually capture him? Is she going to turn on the Suicide Squad and end up going with the Joker? Uh, in my mind, that's the Suicide Squad I wanted to see. Yeah, that would have made a way better movie. Um, again, that's like there were moments in there that were fine, but yeah, I know you're right. That would have made a way better movie than what we got with the Enchantress. Uh, I don't think she was ever built uh, strongly enough to be the main villain. Um, they kind of felt out of nowhere, even though they yeah, were kind of setting it up. You know, yeah, it just the whole movie just it doesn't work. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm excited to watch the new. Uh, was it the original was Suicide Squad, and the new one is the Suicide Squad? Is that right? Yeah, the the new. Sorry, the Suicide Squad. It's a soft reboot with James Gunn directing it. Yeah. I'm really excited about that because from what I'm hearing, it's gonna have like a, a. It's gonna be like a Guardians, but more serious. So I'm really excited about that. Like, it's. I think it's gonna be good because honestly, I think the direction that Warner Brothers is taking with the DC movies. Is a good direction. Yeah, I I can agree with that, and I'm I I def I want to see it, but because of the way the first one turned out, it just it kind of deflated my balloon a little bit for this one on oh, yeah. on my excitement level. I definitely want to see it, but it's not something where like uh, if this were our introduction to Suicide Squad, I would be on the edge of my seat screaming for it to come out right now. But uh, yeah, I, I I understand. Um, I yeah, no, I, I totally get it. Uh, like, but I'm I'm the kind of guy like it's a comic book movie. Comic book movie, I'm there opening night. That's just me. Yeah, hell yeah, man, hell yeah. Uh, I'm that way with Quentin Tarantino movies. So okay, yeah, yeah. I, that's actually a director. I'm pretty. Uh, I would say is a blind spot for me. Hell yeah. Um, and and, and before we move out of Monday, uh. Usually, Brett is the one who has to get up to take a pee break. Uh, but this time, it was Christian. And they just before he had to go, they had gotten a request for uh, for impressions involving, involving Elmo. And Christian tells Brett to do Elmo until he gets back from the bathroom, if he can. And sure as shit, Brett made, Brett made, it, made it last. And uh, we got Elmo for 
I don't know, it wasn't five minutes, I don't think, but I'd say at least three, two or three minutes, I'd say. Um, and I just, I, I do love the impressions. And I was thinking the other day, uh, for a while now, they've been holding the impressions until the end of the show, which yeah. I do understand. Um, but I don't, I do wish that they wouldn't hold them all. Like, in my opinion, I enjoy, uh, I enjoy it breaking up the show in the middle of nowhere from time to time, just doing some random impressions and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, like hold the majority of them for the end. That's cool. And it also gives people a reason, uh, as if they needed more of a reason and sanity, uh, to continue listening (laughs) up until the end, you know? Yeah. Um, but I just, I think, uh, I think they should sprinkle at least a couple of those in throughout the, throughout the show. It, for me personally, I just enjoy hearing that little, that little pause and whatever's going on for some random impressions and silliness. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it if it happens once in a blue moon, but it was getting to the point where it just, adds all anybody ever wanted. And it's like, after a while, it's like, okay, there's other stuff these guys are good at doing, you know? <laughs> Yeah, plus if you if you listen really closely, many times you can get Obama pressions all the fucking time out of Winston. Cause oh, for sure. Without paying for them, you just got to listen for them. Uh, he was doing that today. He was talking to Brett about something and explaining something to him. And I'm like, that sounds just like Obama, dude. I love it. <laughs> Yo, yeah, Winston's voice is so close to Obama, it's easy for him to go in and out of it. And, oh, Win- Winston, I probably would have to say, is my, out of the SEN uh, era of Schmoes, is my favorite person to come along. I, I love that dude. Like, he is just so positive, so funny. Um, I find his, his, re- his reactions to things are on par with RV3's laugh. Yeah, yeah, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, no, the dude... For sure. I was bummed. We uh, like over on the Schmoes of the North. We have this series where we call Northern Consultations, where we interview people from the Schmoes. Now, I was so bummed I couldn't make the one that way you did with Winston. Oh man, I was so bummed. I, I I I think it's because I couldn't make it that night. Oh, I, I yeah, that's the one where I I wish I was able to make it. Yeah, yeah, he's great. And uh, speaking of Winston, drip drip. Uh, yeah. his voice should be playing right now, final exam. So, uh, hopefully, hopefully they'll pull it out. Good luck to them. But, oh, for sure. Lock for manager of the year. Lock yeah, for manager. For sure. For sure, dude. In my mind, he's a shoe in. Uh, nothing, but, and that's nothing against what Shannon's done. No, at not all. at all. Or it's anyone. Just, it's just Winston. Winston's been more consistent throughout the year as opposed to where everything Shannon's done has happened in the last month or two. That's for me, it's more the, the, the deciding factor. Yeah, I agree. And and to be honest, uh, and this is not a knock against Shannon at all. I'm a huge fan of hers. Um, oh, for sure. But I think that uh, that it turned out that Winston had a much better draft than she did, I think. Yeah. And honestly, if Shannon were to win manager of the year, I wouldn't be upset by it. I think she's equally as deserving. It's just I think just because he's been more consistent throughout the year it is Winston's to lose. Yep, I agree. And you know what? I'll talk to him a little bit about that next week. Uh, providing the schedule works out, he is scheduled to be on next week. So uh, hopefully that will work out and uh, be a yeah. good time. But uh, that that would take us out of Monday. And I had one thing specifically on Tuesday where uh, Roca hosted, um, Brett was on, Winston was on, Roxy was on, Ben and RB3. 
And I, I got to say before we get into this, uh, like I said, I had one thing from this day I wanted to touch on. But before that, okay, I have been thoroughly enjoying the episode specifically that Roka hosts. Um, and that's not meant as a knock against Christian at all. I thoroughly enjoy his. Well, I enjoy his. I can't thoroughly enjoy both. So I'll say that I've thoroughly been thoroughly enjoying Roka's. But I enjoy Christians, but Roka, he t- he seems to be a little looser and lighter to me, and more willing to let things go uh, go yeah. wherever they go, and I really like that. So, yeah, the one the one thing I heard Roka say was the closest you'll ever see him to the to the Roka that his friends know is when he's hosting. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And and John is a good dude. Like I I, I like him. I respect him. Uh, his viewpoints on things make me think a lot. Um, I will. He's one of those guys. I will follow him wherever he goes. You know. Yeah, I I'm, I agree with you, man. And uh, someone else I know that we both like. And also speaking of Roca, uh, he has a he is a new host for a show. He and Laura Kelly are going to be hosting a new Star Wars show. Yeah, it dropped this this week. I unfortunately because I've been busy, I haven't been able to check it out. But I heard good things, and I love oh, man. Laura. I love Laura. Yeah, me too, man. Me and you might have to mud wrestle over her, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll 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 start limbering up. <laughs> or we could or we could put on some uh, some uh, bikini uh, some thong bikinis and uh, jello fight over her. Okay, you lost me at the bikini. <laughs> oh, damn it, man! I mean, damn it, man. Round three involves pillows, like a pillow fight. If that helps any. <laughs> okay, I, I, if I'm allowed to wear a late 19th century swimsuit, then maybe. Yeah. Then the winner stands there. The winner stands there, basking in the glory of victory. And Kelly looks at him and goes, "No, I don't know what you guys were thinking. This was never going to yeah. happen." <laughs> but yeah, no, that sounds about right. too. So, <laughs> but um, but yeah, check out that show, guys. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's, it's something Jedi. It's the Jedi way, I believe. Yes, Jedi way. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to check it out. And just because I'm going to check it out doesn't mean you guys should check it out, but I think you should. Um, oh, for sure. But uh, on Tuesday, they kind of had a thing. Uh, they got to a discussion a little bit of what three Schmodown competitors would uh, would they cast in a reboot of three men and a ba- or a remake, rather, of three men and a baby. Um what did what did you have for this? What what are you thinking on this one? Okay, so I I did think a little bit about it while I was at work. It might be work, and I can tell you for sure, I would put Andrew Guy as the Ted Danson character. Okay, as the debonair um, man about town, the ladies' man, uh, the Tom Selleck role. That one I probably would give to. I guess that that one I would put Ben Bateman in. Okay. You know, he's very confident, uh, holds himself very stoically. Um, yeah, for that. Now, the hardest one was the Steve Gutenberg role. Maybe in your mind it was. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Who did you have? Uh, well, go ahead. Go ahead and continue, and then I'll give you mine. I didn't mean to cut you off, but. Yeah, yeah. No, no worries. For that one. I don't know why, but I want to go with Bibbs. Hmm. I could actually see that, yeah. Yeah, because that's that's the thing. Like, the Steve Goodberg character in that movie is the more lovable, the more uh, the one with all the jokes, the more lighthearted one. And when I think of that, 
I think of Bibbs. So yeah, I, I think, can see I think, that. Yeah, I think those would be my my three: uh, Andrew Guy, Ben Bateman, and Bibbs. That's a freaking odd couple if I ever 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 ever, ever saw one. Hell yeah! And, and then we, you haven't even thrown in the kid yet either. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, for, you, for that one, that one that holds a whole, whole new dynamic. Ben and Rachel's kid, if they ever have one, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, I, you, we had one. We had one that was the same. Uh, oh yeah. For the uh, Ted Danson role, the kind of uh, sarcastic, kind of witty, smart asses, smart ass kind of. I had Saul. Um, okay. And then. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could just. I don't know. I can picture that. Um, as the. Uh, uh, Oh, as the uh, Tom Selleck role, who someone who my mom absolutely loves, and yes, legit, my dad one year for an anniversary gift for my mom uh, commissioned someone to do an oil painting of Tom Selleck and gave it to my mom for her anniversary. She oh. loves that fucking painting, dude. <laughs> that's amazing. That's that. That's knowing your wife. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. I, it's it's a big bushy mustache, dude. That's, that's oh, perfect. That has always had a mustache my entire life. I know it. Um, nice. Uh, I'm not even gonna make a joke that just came in my head. One because uh, it's disturbing to think about, and and two because my mom told me that she listened to the most recent episode, and I'm like. Um, and I just go, I'm really sorry about the language. And she was, <laughs> she was like, yeah, she was like, I wanted to turn it off a couple times, but I know you. And I was like, oh, that's, that's my oh, mom. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. But yeah, I had Saul in the, uh, in the Ted dancing role. I had Bateman, uh, like you did in the, uh, in the Tom Selleck role. I think he was, yeah. he'd be a good straight man. Um, and then uh, for me, the no-brainer for the Gutenberg was was freaking Makuga, dude. I could see him tearing it oh, up. Why did I think of that? Honestly, while you were talking, another one that popped in my head for that would be Ellis. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true. Why I, I didn't think Makuga? I guess it's because he hasn't been around the showdown so long that I just kind of didn't think about him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, that Makuga, that's a, that's perfect. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I would definitely sign up to see that one. And uh, <laughs> for the uh, for the female lead, the, the mother of the child, who did you say the mother of the child was? Oh, you know, no, I said the child was uh, Sam and Rachel's kid. But for the mother of the child, hmm. Oh, God, actually, that's one I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about. You're going to have to give me a minute on that one. Yeah, I didn't think about it until just now, but, um, but, uh, I I think uh, I think I would want to put classy Clark Wolf in that role. You know, I was actually just thinking the same thing. Yeah. So she makes the most sense. Yeah, man, I think both of us have solid lineups there, dude. Yeah. I think hey, yeah. uh, amateur hour films, wangers, get on that shit. Get on it, guys. That that dude, I love their fucking their short films, man. They they're really creative oh, yeah. and shit. I signed um, up for Patreon Man. so I could support their stuff because yeah they're 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 really good at what they do. Yeah. The uh I'm not sure what it was called or what exactly was going on outside of that apartment, but the one that Knapsack guest starred in as a president and it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of an apocalypse type one. It was that was in in uh, that was all one shot and uh they put out a companion video to that that I saw. I don't know if you did but uh, of like they of like a camera up in the corner of the room filming them f 
filming that short story in one shot, and it was fucking amazing. Yeah, no, the stuff that they're doing over there, like that one, um, Teddy was another great one. Yes. Yeah, uh, the one that makes me laugh is uh, the series they started doing about the Uber and the uh, Lyft driver <laughs> with Brian. <laughs> that was a good one. And yeah. no, like, honestly, they get to put on a bad one. The first one I saw was The Shape, mm. um, uh, the Halloween one. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. That that one might actually still be my favorite because it, it, it's very true to the spirit of the original Halloween. Yeah, hell yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Matt supports those guys over there, man. Wangers are kicking ass. Um, that, that that just a little bit of sidebar. That is one thing I really wish we had on SCN was Cody Hall. Yeah, yeah, I do miss Cody a lot. Um, he just he added something that just. I don't know. It was just, it was, it was, it was irreplaceable to be honest. Um, and that doesn't take away from RB three, uh, RB three kills me, man. I, he just, he kills me, man. Uh, he doesn't even have to talk. Sometimes I just watch his camera view just to see what he's doing. (laughs) Yeah. No, Cody Hall, he is legitimately one of the funniest people I've ever seen. Like the dude. Oh God. His, his comedy timing is just perfect. Yeah, it really is. Really is yeah. spot on. Um, and something else that sounds perfect to me, man. Uh, uh, they talked about Wednesday where Christian hosted. Brett was on. Kate was on. Dan Merle made his first appearance. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, dun. Oh, man. It was awesome. That, that felt like it took too long. Yeah, I know, right? He looked a little out of his element, too, but he started to warm up to it pretty fast. Oh, for um, sure. Uh, yeah, it takes it probably took him a little while to climate to acclimatize, but yeah, no, he he's he's a secretly funny dude. Yeah, you can tell, dude. You can tell just when he smiles and has that look in his eyes, and you can tell something something fucking devious and funny is going on oh, yeah. up in that head. <laughs> did you ever watch uh Screen Junkies? Yes, a little bit I did, yeah. yeah no, honestly, when when he would throw out like one liners and nobody would catch it. <laughs> so funny. His rants were the best. Like I've I've rants. heard his rants, but I have heard that they are the best. You're not the first oh, person yeah. to tell me that. Yeah, no, his rants are are legendary. Hell yeah, man. Uh <laughs> I love Dan Merle. It's good to have him on. Uh also yeah. as usual, we had Ben and RB3 on there. And uh they well the, the the thing I was talking about that they brought up was the last blockbuster video is now a B&B, where apparently if you still have your Blockbuster card, it's $4 a night, and you spend the night in this fucking Blockbuster, and you have access to their complete catalog of VHS movies. Um, Sounds like heaven. It it really does, dude, to be honest. It, yeah. I mean, 4 bucks <laughs> a night, dude, give me a break. That's awesome. I'm talking about the movies. I'm talking about the movies. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, that. but think about the four, for $4 a night, yeah. you get access to all those movies. I wonder if I still have my Blockbuster card. <laughs> I know I don't, um, and, yeah. uh, and I'm going to, and, and that's my favorite Blockbuster experience, which I will tell after you give us, well, let me ask this first of all. Um, because I don't know, um, you being a Canadian, do you have Blockbuster up there? We do. Um, my first well, wait a minute, you just said, dude, oh my gosh, 
this is another one of those dumb, dumb moments by Wade. You just got done saying you didn't know if you still had your Blockbuster card. Yeah, and I just need to ask you if you have Blockbuster up there. Now, here's the thing. Blockbuster up here isn't really in any small towns. Like, my first experience with it when I moved to, was when I moved to Vancouver in 2008 when I was 21. Um, so, in my hometown, we had Video Update, which you've heard Mark Ellis mention a few times. And uh, we had a local one called Video Stop. And my... I'm just gonna expand on a little bit instead of my favorite blockbuster moment. It's my favorite video store moment was yeah. the time some guy jumped the red light and drove through the video stop. No way. <laughs> yeah, completely took out the wall, the window, took out all the video game section. Oh yeah. Dude, were the videos all right? Oh yeah. Luckily they don't keep they didn't uh, keep the video games um behind the boxes. They kept them behind the counter. So yeah, the oh. both are fine. Yeah. Man, fuck the asshole who drove through the store, man, as long as the videos are all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what, what year was that? I would have been 16, so that would have been 2003. Damn, you were 16 in 2003? Yeah, I was born in 87. You're a fucking young buck, dude. Yes, I am. I was told, although I was told by my grade 10 science teacher, I was born two decades too late. But my mom has always told me I'm an old soul. So. I've heard that a lot of myself, just because a lot of my music tastes and stuff are old. Yeah, I, I love the old classic rock. I mean, stuff even older than that, but like, I love like the, the old classic rock shit, man. 60s, oh, 70s was fucking yeah. rocking. This of is course, my favorite band. Oldies were the shit, like 50s, dude, like yeah. 50s fucking golden oldies shit, like real golden oldies. That's the yeah. shit there, I man. love I love singing me some Elvis uh, and a lot of that older stuff. Um, Kiss is my favorite band. I've seen them twice in concert. Like, I'm with you on the oldies stuff. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my <laughs> eyes off of you. You'd uh, be damn. like heaven to touch. I want to <laughs> hold you so much. I love it, dude. I oh, love yeah. old fucking music. Yeah. There's something I that's just cool and pure about it. On Blueberry Hill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't want to say it was from a better time, but it was definitely from a different time. With with uh, oh, for sure. With with a better vibe, I think, as far as music. So, well, that's that's the thing. Like, music of that day, it meant something because the yeah. people who wrote it, they wrote from the heart. You don't get that yeah. a lot nowadays. Yeah, now it's like you know algorithms. You know what do people what would yeah. sell and stuff like that. Auto tune, right? Yeah, I know, right? I know. Oh, like that's man. one of my favorite stories is like Def Leppard when they were recording their pyro. Uh, what's it, Pyromania? No, it would have been hot, high and dry. When they were recording high and dry, like Mutt Lang was, you know, again, like making them do take after take after take until they got it right. And you can hear it in their voice. Like you can hear the group progress musically as the albums go on. You do not get that anymore. Yeah. Yep. I agree, man. I agree. It. Uh, you know, it, at least uh, a lot of stuff I listened to in the 90s, at least, were like concept albums and stories. You know, it wasn't just a story within each song. Each song told a bigger story. I mean, dude, Life of Agony, River Runs Red. Holy fucking shit, man. When I first heard that entire album back to back, I was like, wow. Yeah, my favorite concept album is by a band called Wasp. You ever heard of them? Yes. It's the Crimson Idol. Hmm. 
I've but never heard 19... them to my knowledge, but I mean, I mean, I'll okay. check it out. I'm not opposed um, to checking out stuff. Wasp was the band that opened my eyes to rock and roll music or versions thereof. And the Crimson Idol is essentially a concept album about a, a guy who runs away from home because his brother passed away in an accident. And the, the only person in his family that actually appreciated him was his brother. And he becomes a big rock star musician, you know, lives the life, um, headlines all these tours. That he calls home one day and when his mom answered his own this is your son she's like i have no son and then he hangs himself on stage with guitar wire a guitar string holy shit yeah it's a great great album the songs hold on to my heart the idol chainsaw charlie oh yeah good good album i recommend listening to it man hell i'll check it out man hell yeah hell yeah um uh, circling back well i don't know that really not circling back but saying i'm gonna circle back uh circling back to the blockbuster experience um my favorite experience was uh when i cut my card in front of them um oh. they okay so uh at one point after high school after graduation maybe a year or so after graduation i one of my buddies bought a house and it and uh i live in ohio but i live close to relatively close to the indiana border uh, okay. But my buddy bought a house like right on the border to Indiana. So the nearest city, or I moved into his house for a while. Uh, right. I guess it was uh, 2001 because that was the, no. Yeah, uh, 2002. Hold on, hold on, let me think. No, it was 2000 because, hold on, I got it. <laughs> Duh, it was 2001 because we flew back from Amsterdam uh, like seven days before 9-11. So it was 2001 oh, um, uh, when I moved in there. But anyway, that's irrelevant to this bit. But uh, so the nearest town was a city called Richmond, Indiana, like right on the border. And uh, we would go to Blockbuster. Well, we do all our shit there because it was the nearest place. So we do all our shopping and shit. Well, at one point in time, uh they had the 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 time change shit you know so uh indiana would change times and we wouldn't or we would and they wouldn't something like that but at it, it, it one point of the year indiana would be an hour behind us uh oh, wow. in ohio so and we rented our movies at blockbuster well we you know we we were like we're like you know we got to, we waited till the last minute to watch this movie but we timed it so that we had time to get it back to the store, like right before the fucking uh, due due time. And then we realized we remembered the time change, and it was actually going. It was going to be overdue. Like by the time we got done watching it, we were like, "Fuck, dude!" Like, I mean, I mean, by like two or three minutes, uh, uh. That's what we're talking. So I called them. And I told them, you know, I'm really sorry. And they had our address on file, so they know I wasn't bullshitting them. I'm like, you know, we live in Ohio. We completely forgot about the time change because it had just happened recently. So it takes a while to remember. And uh, and and I explained, and I'm like, you know, can we, uh, you know, is there any way you can waive the fee? Like, I'm going to be there, but we'll literally be like three or four minutes late. And the woman told me, yeah, that's no problem. I understand. We get in there three or four minutes late and whoever it is, I don't know if it was the same person or not proceeds to charge me a late fee. And I'm like, you know, I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? No. 
And I got extremely fucking pissed and I asked for a pair of scissors and then I just cut my card in front of them and was like, I know I cussed them out. I, I know me, so I know I cussed them out. And that was that, man. And I never got another Blockbuster card, never stepped foot in another Blockbuster again. And that was uh, in 2001. So, Fuck, yeah, it's a pretty dick move on their part. Like, I mean, they do. So, but yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's terrible, terrible. Yeah. It, it's weird. Like, when I moved when I moved down to the big city and the very first time I stepped in a Blockbuster, it was kind of like, uh, you, you know, when Clarkson Randall walks into the upscale video store? That's yeah. That's how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah. that's great um and uh to wrap up uh wednesday before we take our promo break guys they, they had a fan question that i don't know i thought might be interesting uh where they asked the uh, question asked was asked uh of the crew what was their worst date um d- d- do you have any you'd like to contribute to this well, here's the thing. I haven't been on that many dates, so I don't have a worse one. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Like, so I, I really didn't have anything to compare it to. Well, I've I've got one. Um, it was my homecoming, uh, uh, actually. Yeah. One of my homecomings. Now, I was... I was madly in love with this girl. Uh, I'll drop her name. I don't care. I'm not saying anything bad about her. But, uh, Katie Kahn. Uh, shoot, shoot, man. She was short, uh, ha- had fucking short yellow hair the first time I ever saw her and sunglasses on. Um, but yeah, I, I was madly in love with this girl and she went to my junior and senior year homecoming and proms with me. But like, I was just a really insecure kid, a little overweight maybe. And I was just, I never, you know, dude, I never told her how I felt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, you know, I just never told her how I felt, but we hung out all the fucking time. I should have. But anyway, uh, homecoming, I believe it was probably junior year. Maybe it was senior year. I can't remember. Um, or maybe it was actually, uh, no, it was homecoming. I remember what we did prom night, and I would never say that on airwaves, especially now that I know my mom might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, mom. Um Remember, I'm I'm much older than these stories uh, than I was when these stories took place. Please remember. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, we're in the car on the way from the high school to the after party, which is like five minutes away. Um, had a big bag of marijuana. I will say that because whatever. Uh, we were in high school anyway. Every high school kid smoked yeah. weed, I think. Well, not every, but most. But anyway, this girl says, we're like on our way. It's me and her and then her best friend and then one of my friends, uh, and they were dating each other. We're riding in the car, and what the girl in the back said, I want to do something. I can't remember what it was because all I remember is my date, Katie, goes, I want to get drunk and get laid. And uh, er- uh, and her friend Erica was in the back, and she she's like, all right, you know, like, yeah. And uh, this is how, dude, this is how fucking insecure I was at the time. And I wish I, I wish I had the knowledge now and, and the, the feelings I have now then because things could have been a lot different. But yeah. she said this, my, my fucking... Uh, my my uh, high school homecoming date says, I want to get drunk and get laid. And my first thought is, that lucky bastard. 
Oh my, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. That was my fucking thought, dude. And then, but that, and I just like, I now that I think about it, I'm like, dude, if that wasn't her, that was pretty much her looking directly in my eyes, saying, "Yo, we're getting it on tonight." <laughs> oh, man, that's rough. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe I'm wrong. But I mean, those yeah. words, dude, only mean two things. They mean one, I want to get drunk, and two, I want to get laid. And that's yeah. my date. So I have to assume that that was more directed at me than anybody else. <laughs> and so, just to assume, can you say, assume nothing happened with you two that night, dude. We did not even sleep in the same bed. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, All right. it was, uh, I was a mess, dude. I was a mess of a teenager, dude. So yeah, I hear you. That's from that's that would be me now. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Oh, my. oh, oh, and on that note, guys, we're gonna take a quick pause in the action here to hear some promos for some other Merc with a Movie blog shows. Hey, guys, we'll be right back. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show. Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shire Wolves, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hey everybody, I'm Sean. You guys might know me on this feed from co-hosting Beyond the Screen, but now here at Movie Court the Movie Blog, we have started a brand new show exclusively for video games called Game Over Screen. So join me every week with my co-hosts. Hey, how's it going? My name's Brendan. And I'm Tyler. As we talk about everything video game related and when we, I guess, get to the Game Over Screen. I don't know. I don't have a good pun for that, but the joke is that we're going to die a lot in the game. <laughs> well, you might. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, the Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. And we're back, everybody. Be sure and check out those shows again from Merc with the Movie Blog. Lots of good shit going on over there. Uh, Go Get That Rose should be interesting here when it starts up again. That's a show I co-host on with Sarah, as you just heard, uh, Bachelor Nation podcast. And uh, 
a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, Winston Marshall has been a guest on it a couple, two or three times. Um, his girlfriend, uh, she's a lovely gal. Uh, she's been on there uh, once with with all of us, and then she actually uh, was guest co-host with Sarah for that Listen to Your Heart edition of Bachelor, and uh, she did a great job with Sarah. It was a lot of fun, but uh, that'll be starting up here pretty soon again. Uh, hopefully, we can get uh, Kristen back on some more. Uh, that's Winston's girlfriend. Like I said, yeah, she yeah. she did a great job, man. It was a lot of fun yeah, listening to. She seems like good people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and so uh, that'll be coming back here soon. And I definitely got to put a second plug in for that because I'm on it and it should be a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, moving right along here on Thursday now, we'll wrap it up Thursday and Friday. Uh, Christian was back at the helm. Uh, Brett was on Sabrina. Yodi, oh, yeah. I love Yodi so much, dude. Uh, oh yeah, he's the best. best yeah, he is. is. Yeah, he is, man. And uh, once again, Ben and RB three. And Ben, let me just say, I, I have no reason whatsoever to believe that Ben listens to this show. But uh, yeah. if you happen to be listening, Ben, please don't take my tweet personal. Earlier this week, I was just poking a little fun at you. You just rehashing the old the old Twitter beef. Just it was all out of love for real, dude. Uh, and when I said it was all out of love, it, 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 I was not being sarcastic. I was being absolutely serious. Trust me, anyone out there, if you're wondering whether or not I'm being serious, you're good, probably going to be wondering for a while. But if you're wondering whether or not I'm being sarcastic, you will definitely know if I'm being sarcastic. Trust me. So. Uh, Sorry about that, Ben. If you know, I, after I tweeted it, I was like, man, maybe I shouldn't have poked him with that stick. But uh, it's all out of love. But uh, there was a fan question Thursday that I thought was interesting. Uh, it more revolved around workout songs, but I'm going to be honest, I don't fucking work out personally. Um, I used to take uh, two and a half mile walks daily. And when I did, I would listen to either Weezer or my main go to was always Christina Perry. That I always started with that. Uh, I love Christina Perry. Seen her live in concert, dude. Great fucking time. Nice, nice. But but I was thinking just songs from movies. Um, And uh, I'll go ahead. I I listed three personally uh, that I could think of. Um, The first one that I actually listened to the other day uh, on YouTube, the theme from Last of the Mohicans. uh, And that fucking, that violin or fiddle part, whichever you want to call it is amazing in that song. I love it. Uh, we spoke a little bit about Tron earlier and from Tron legacy, the, uh, I don't know the name of the song, but the, uh, daft, daft punk, uh, did the soundtrack for that. Great job. They did too. But the, the bar scene when, uh, when old dude calls the, the, the cyber police on, on them and, and they start attacking and they're fighting in that club. Uh, that was one. I love that song. I look forward to listening to that when I watch the yeah. movie. And uh, I I love the movie The Thing. And uh, a, a little side note, I still stand by my statement that I think Christian, I think he has seen The Thing. I think he saw it a long time ago. And I'm talking like over 10 years ago. And I think at this point, it's just become a huge bit. Uh, but anyway, I love the thing. And of course I'm talking about like the 80, I think 80, is it 80, 81, 81. Um, 
Oh, 82. It came out the same month as E.T. and, um, oh, God, what the hell? Uh, what's the other one? Fuck. There's what another big one. That came out no. No, 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 no. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was another big movie that came out around that time. Right. All right. Uh, well, 82 it was. And uh, that's the one we're talking about. Now, that movie, the movie alone is freaky. Well, the movie is freaky as fuck. But what I mean to say is the, the music alone will freak you the fuck out. Uh, yeah. Me, at least. In, in the, the end credit song for The Thing is the main one that I, that I listen to because I, I have the, uh, the soundtrack for that movie, or the score, rather, saved. And that's the one I, that's my go-to from that, set, from that score. Uh, is right the closing themes. I just, I love that fucking sound in the, the music. And then you, and then you envision that it's happening in, in, the, uh, Antarctica. Uh, uh, I believe it's Antarctica and, and it's just cold as fuck. There's nothing but snow. It's dark. It's just so fucking freaky, man. What did, oh, yeah. what, what are some of those, uh, those movie songs that are great for you? Okay. So I have, as well um the first one is john williams it's personally my favorite john williams score period it's the theme from superman oh yes yes uh i'm gonna caveat this just a little bit because i'm like you i don't work out like i have worked out in the past but most of the time this is music that gets me pumped up if i'm feeling down this it'll get me pumped up or if i'm amping, i'm going somewhere and i need like, the energy this is what the this is that music so it's the theme from superman because that movie will always make me feel like i can fly that song, I should say. Um, the second one is from Rocky IV. Uh, it is the, the the score track is called War Slash Fanfare for Rocky. It's the piece that plays during the Drago fight. All right. Oh, just the, the synth of that's amazing. And the other one is from Creed Two. It's uh, a track called Runnin'. It's uh, Ludwig Gornson featuring Rocky ASAP, and I'm not the world's biggest rap fan, but something about this song. It is the track where where they're training Creed in the desert to, you know, to be able to tolerate. Yeah, withstand that's an amazing scene. That piece of music right there never fails to give me goosebumps. Never fails to put me in the mood where I can accomplish anything. It is so great, so great. It is a perfect. It is a really good marriage of classic score and hip-hop hell yeah yeah oh man it, it's it's the best yeah and yeah I, and, and yeah i love that scene too the, all of that bit and uh you know uh, uh fighting you know toe-to-toe literally with their feet oh, in yeah. the in the tire dude i would i would love to see some straight up bare knuckle fighting like that dude that would be amazing the Rocky movies are my favorite franchise, hands down. I don't hate any one of them, including five. I'm in the. I personally think five is a better script than four. That's just me. Um, but yeah, those movies, man. Uh, the, the, that's my lifeblood. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and some other old movies I like that are that you know. Uh, speaking of old Rocky and stuff like that, and Rocky when Rocky came out, we were in the heyday of VHS. Um, yep. I don't know if you remember VHS. I remember it very oh, yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I, mean, I still have I still have my VHS collection. All right, awesome. Uh, I lost mine over the years. Really sucked. Um, uh, but uh, they, I don't. I will admit, 
uh, I do some uh, chores and stuff around the house sometimes, and I just turn up the volume really loud. So I miss some yeah. things. Uh, but something about porn on VHS came up. And, of course, when I hear porn, I'm like, okay, and I come running like a fucking dog who's who just heard uh, someone yeah. go, treat, treat, and <laughs> just come running, dude. I'm running so fast that I don't see the fucking glass door, and I run right into it. So I come running out into the living room. I'm like, dude, they're talking about porn. So I sit down on my chair. and uh, but, but they were talking something about porn and VHS. Um, and uh, I just, and it just got me to thinking about like, yeah, but you have to remember what kind of porn it was at the time. It wasn't mm-hmm. like this, because they were talking about the difference, how like, you know, Brett's talking about VHS porn, which is what I came up on. Um, and then Sabrina's talking about porn on her iPad and, and, and I'm thinking, okay, yeah. And thinking about not only the advancement of technology, but the, and I'm, I'm not going to say advancement, but the, the change in the, in porn and what is acceptable or not taboo or anything. And then I'm not me personally. I don't care about porn, whatever, dude. I don't care what anybody fucking does. As long as you're not negatively affecting anyone other than yourself, do whatever you want to do. I don't care. But, um, but you know, times have definitely evolved and grooming has definitely come a long way (laughs) in those times. Uh, we find, uh, well, I shouldn't say we, cause I don't want to speak for anyone other than myself, but, and, and you know you find that uh, uh, the the format and mom, I hope you have muted it at this point. Um, I really do. I'm sorry if you haven't. Um, uh, that was kind of that was kind of I was like, man, my mom's listening now. Shit, dude. Um, uh, but uh, it, like the the format has changed. Like there used to be a solid format. Every porn, no matter what, no matter who was in it, no, whatever, it was like. It started with, you know, oral, both man on woman, then woman on man, oral, then missionary, then doggy, then the money shot. And now it's just like, and it was like, no matter what it was, it was that formula. Dude, you could fucking bet on it. But nowadays, there's just so many different categories and fetishes and shit. Oh, fuck. That I don't, don't, but it's cool. I think it's cool to to be able and and when you think about like your age and like your for you it's a little bit different because i got some years on you but you can still do it and think back of all the advancements over the time over the time since you were a kid and shit and uh, we all do that and the main thing really i think with it we think about is technology but think about things that aren't like phones and computers and stuff think about the little things like porn and Uh, it just, that's what I thought about when they were having that conversation. And then that led me real quick here. Um, well, it reminded me of when I was a teenager, my folks would go out of town every year for a couple weeks on vacation. And at a certain point, especially when I hit 16, I would stay at home because I had the house to myself and, you know, fucking have parties and shit. Um, I had about four or five guy friends over and one female friend and, uh, I don't know at what point someone said something about go get your porn and the porn VHS ended up in and we were all watching it it with old girl and nothing happened. 
like with us. I'm not, this is not the, yeah. mom, guys, this is not the intro into a gangbang scene. Okay. That is not <laughs> what happened. Uh, not at all. Um, but I'm just saying that happened at some point. I thought about that, but the goods of this story uh, uh, was was at some point during this party, and it wasn't more. It was more like you know five six people, so it's not really party. Yeah. And I, uh, I I I was extremely drunk um, to the point of I'm h- literally hugging the toilet. Um, I've got, uh, I'm getting uh, washcloths and hand towels and laying them on the toilet bowl rim so that my face isn't all nasty and my puke in the in the piss that's on the toilet rim. You know what I mean? Yes, I was fucking wasted, dude. So, but they're get so while I'm wasted, they're they're just you know they got free reign on my fucking folks' house, dude. You know what I mean? I, I don't I remember somewhat of this, but I don't remember it vividly or completely. Uh, but apparently, uh, this girl went up to my parents' office. They owned a business at the time, and my parents had a photocopy machine, and she made a photocopy of her boobies. And uh, I they won. Okay, so they 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 wanted to they wanted the code to unlock movies and channels and stuff on the on the direct tv right well i i mean i may be shit faced drunk and in a bad state but i'm not fucking stupid you know what i mean um puking or not dude i'm not giving up that code uh so at some point i guess she walks into the bathroom and she's like you know hey what's the code and i'm like you know i'm not giving you know like my parents will be pissed you know i can't do that and she holds up in in like how you would imagine a chick flashing she holds <laughs> up the picture of her boobs and goes hey jeremy and i look up and apparently i pointed and go those are mine uh, but I don't remember that at all. And at some point I did end up giving them the code. So oh boy. that's how that night turned out. <laughs> nice. Oh man, dude. Uh, I, I'm not going to force you, man. I don't know how open you are or comfortable you are. You got any porn talk you want to add to this man or anything you want to add um, to this? Here's the thing. Like I, I've never, I've, okay. I have one story. It's nothing like not like that in a way. Uh, when I was in high school, I did a lot of the musicals and stuff like that. And so we went to an after party, the after party for Hello Dolly. And uh, I remember we we arrived at Mark's house. He's like, yeah, everyone's down in the basement, you know, there's drinks out there. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, one of my uh, guys I was with, really cat, really Christian at the time. Now he's more Catholic, but really, really religious. Walk into the basement, and on the TV is girl on girl porn. I've never seen anyone turn so red so fast. <laughs> he, he like he, he didn't complain about it. He didn't tell him to turn it off, but you could tell he was very uncomfortable. It was very funny to watch. That's for me. That's probably like the the only porn story I have. Um, but I will say it is very weird to go back and watch like Jenna Jameson era porn and compare it, it to to now. It's it's Jasmine so Clair. Yeah, and. It's 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 like they were trying to make a movie, and it, they they're all horrible actresses. Yeah, I'm now. I'm wondering whatever happened to Jasmine St. Clair, and I'm googling it now. Yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't know. Uh, whoa, but, uh, she really, did not age well, my friend. Oh, okay, then I'll have to take your word for that. 
Uh, um, she is 47 now, which means nothing because fucking Jane Seymour is still smoking fucking hot. Oh, Jane Seymour is still hot. Yeah, I wish she'd okay. do porn. Um, anyway. Uh, okay. But uh, <laughs> you're talking about, man. That's yeah, it is. <laughs> I loved her when I was a child, dude. No, um, but no, uh, no, uh, Jasmine did not age well. But no, you're right, dude. You you revisit some of that older stuff, and it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I've actually I've never watched a porn video like a porn movie from beginning to end. I've only ever seen like the the clips, and that's literally how long it takes me to you know. Um, yeah, right. Some of the porn stars are fucking <laughs> are really hot. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, yeah. very true. But then it, if you see some of them out of makeup, you're like, whoa. Like, and I don't mean whoa, like as in ugly. I mean whoa, like as in that is not what you look like when I see you on camera. Yeah, no, I hear you. You know the weird, who the weirdest one I saw during the porn was Maitland Ward. Oh, dude, I am obsessed with her just because she was a legit actress who turned to porn. That I'm so obsessed with that, dude. It's all she's great, dude. It's. Bonkers and she's a dirty girl too. She's oh, dirty. Yeah. I've I've seen, I've seen I've seen her in China. China was the other one. I was like holy shit. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. If you get a chance, now I'm a big fan of Riley Reed. Uh, there is a, a more more recent, at least I don't know how recent because of COVID, but there's a more yeah. recent video with Maitland Ward and Riley Reed, and it is it's awesome, dude. Check it out. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Sorry, yeah, mom. Yeah, I'm glad my mom doesn't listen to this, but not like my mom. You know what? My parents wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. Sorry, mom. Have fun at church Sunday. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's my grandma. There's a lot of things I don't divulge to my grandma. Yeah. Yeah. At least I'm not talking about me actually having sex. So I mean, I, at least I, I we're good there. So. Well, a couple of weeks ago, when my uh, my grandpa was uh, getting day surgery. I my grandma is blind, like almost blind, so she can't really drive. So I I took the day off work, and I was you know bitterman for the day. And uh, I brought my grandma into the weed store for the first time. Oh, that was oh, those are some really nice vases. Those are bongs, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, great. I bought. I'll have to send it to you in a chat later, but I bought a, a new pipe and it wasn't until I got high with it for the first time that I realized this looks like sperm. It's, oh my it, gosh. It's it's a blue silicone pipe and I started calling it the blue mango. Man, I'll have to, uh, I'll, in return, I will send you a picture of an old piece I had that I didn't realize it when I bought it, but it looks very much like a vibrator. Oh God. <laughs> very much so. Um, and I, if I can find it, I've also got another picture when I was in, this was probably post high school by a year. I had a Sherlock pipe, a glass Sherlock pipe. And someone took a picture of me and my buddy sitting behind me, but the angle was so perfect. Okay. I'm sitting in the chair and I've got the Sherlock pipe in between my legs to hold it steady while I'm breaking up the bud over the bag and filling the bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And my buddy is on like the left uh, side of me, and he's standing up. And whoever took the picture was on the right side of me, and they were like sitting on the floor or something. And dude, oh, the yeah, the the mouthpiece of that Sherlock pipe is sticking up, and the angle is perfect. It looks like 
that that glass piece is my dick, and my buddy has this look on his face like he's like thinking, mm, I'm gonna suck that dick. And oh if I can God. find that picture, dude, I will fucking send you a copy yeah, of that. No That's picture. great. I, I just I just sent you a picture of the blue mango. Yeah. Well, let me go over here and check this out. We'll get, oh, that's fucking so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 they called it the Sherlock pipe when I bought it. And then, like I said, I was high and I'm looking at it. I'm like, fuck, it looks like sperm. <laughs> it does, dude. <laughs> it does, it's yeah. real hell. The, to make this is, this is great. I, I did not expect this to go in this direction, but it's great that it did because uh, another thing about that vibrator looking pipe, it has a couple of things on it that I guess they're supposed to be tadpoles, but they look like sperm. So oh this is going to be great. So did I, did I ever tell you about the first time I got high and went public? No. Okay. So it was just after my last girlfriend broke up with me and uh, my friends knew I was pretty down. And this was around the time when I first started smoking. So it was been about 23, 24. And uh, so they're like, Hey, you know, you want to come over? Well, we'll have a smoke. We'll go see me. Okay. First time I'd ever smoked out of a pipe. So I tried to light the bottom of the pipe like a crack pipe. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and they just looked at me like I was from Mars. So we got. Oh. So they explained to me how to work it. Whatever. So we smoked. We got on the Sky Train, uh, which is you know like the monorail or whatever in Vancouver. So we did that, and uh, I, I'm standing there, and I'm like, dude, I'm so fucking high. And my friends like, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> so okay, we get off in Metrotown, which is like a really big mall in Vancouver. I'm like, okay, I got to eat something. So I go to the food court. I order like a whole tray full of food. Eat that. Then we go saw the Lorax in 3D. Had more food there. Nice. And, yeah. And we're like front row. And I'm just like baked off my cord watching this movie. And that, that was that was a trip. And so later that night when the high wears off, I'm at home and I'm on the couch. I'm like, oh, man, I feel like shit. So I text with my friend. I'm like, what happened? He's like, you ate so much fucking food, man. Like, I've never seen anybody eat that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah uh, I, it, it was the lighting of the pipe i was like a crack pipe they still <laughs> laugh at me for that yeah that's awesome dude one time a buddy uh, uh, we had a younger cat who hung out with us we were like 16 17 and he was 14 or something you know um everybody i think every group of friends has that younger kid that they hang let hang out with well not let but that they hang out yeah with. and I uh, yeah i love this kid great kid man uh, but anyway, one one time, one of our buddies, uh, when, when this kid wasn't looking, picked up a pebble out of a gravel driveway and put it, he put a little bit of uh, tobacco out of his cigarette in the very bottom of the pipe, then put the little pebble on top of it, hit it a couple times, and then handed it to this kid and tell, told him oh. it was cracking. I, I just, oh my oh gosh. Oh my God. Just, That's just so great. So great. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I thought so, too. And uh, before we move off to this on to Friday, uh, I'm not going to say this on air, but I have told you on air the story. You'll get the reference. But um was talking to my mom today, and uh, we have a family vacation planned for next year. And when I say family, I mean, like, my mom, my dad, my my brother, his wife, my other brother, um, his wife and my niece and nephew and possibly my other niece and my grandniece. So it's like a, a like everyone in my family, family vacation, which I'm my a dude. lot of, a lot of people would be like, dude, that sounds yeah. like a bummer. No, 
I, I'm looking forward to it, dude. I have a blast when fucking we all get together. We're I was going to say my, my condolences. But yeah, no, no, it's going to be great, dude. But uh, we were going to go to San Francisco and uh, check out Yosemite and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, Alcatraz. But I guess we're having a change of plans, and my mom was telling me that today, and she's, like, asking me about my passport status. And well, well she goes she, – before she asks that, she goes – uh, she goes like, "How are you with your passport? Like, go going out of country?" And I go, "Which country?" <laughs> yeah, no shit. And it was not the country that it, it was not the country that I was afraid it was. So I'm good to go. <laughs> that's good to hear. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I didn't. She didn't ask me to elaborate either. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of was thinking she'd pick up on that. Like, well. Why would he ask what country? Like, what happened? But anyway. So so they don't know? No, they do not know. That's funny. <laughs> no. Nope. That's funny. That's just one. I, dude, that's just one I always figured I would just keep that to myself. That's, it's, it's, that one is a little bit higher level than, like, telling stories about putting a pebble in a fucking bowl with tobacco yeah. in or smoking weed at a concert or something, dude. That one's a little bit higher level. Um, yeah, no, you're not wrong there. You're yeah, wrong. And, and just to clarify, like the like the, the you know, I was not getting into a gangbang story in this situation. I, it had no, I was not a, a drug smuggler at all. I was not trying to sell drugs or or carry drugs uh, for for the purpose of sale or anything. I was not a mule. I don't swallow things, and I didn't put nothing up my ass. So I just <laughs> say that right now. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm fairly confident my mom bowed out a long time ago. Um, but uh, brings us to today, actually, peek behind the curtains. This is pre-recorded, and this is Friday. Well, we had talked a little bit about it earlier that uh, the the big fucking match is going on right now. So, yeah. super stoked for that. But um, today uh, we had Roka back at the helm. Uh, Brett. Once again, Winston, Sabrina was back, Ben and RB3. And uh, something they talked about, which was a good day for this one with uh, Winston, especially being on there. He's big into the anime. Uh, I get now I'm, I don't know much about Avatar. Like, I've never seen any of the animated. The only thing I've ever seen is the movie, which I did not like. But on top of that, I didn't know anything about it, and fans tell me it was terrible. So I just completely believe them. But uh, apparently the creators of Avatar, The Last Airbender, uh, have left the Netflix show. Um, and, and not just that, uh, you know, if you got if you got anything to touch on on that, but also... Just uh, was thinking our thoughts in general about creators of properties leaving and it and, and it being handed off to someone else. Another great example of this would be uh, Lucasfilm and Star Wars, even though it wasn't. I mean, he didn't. Excuse me, George didn't leave anything, and he wasn't like fired. Nothing. He sold it, but still, you have this creator of this property, and uh, and and it and it's handed off to someone else, man. Uh, I, I, are you a fan of Avatar The Last Airbender? Um, well, I have an interesting relationship with anime. Like, I've tried many times over the years because some of my closest friends love it. Um, and honestly, outside of, like, one or two things, 
I never could get into it. I'm not quite sure why. I think it might have to be with like the dub and like the whole voice matching the mouth movement stuff, but it's never really been my bag. So I've actually never seen Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, but if I would recommend one anime thing, I would definitely recommend the movie Your Name that came out a couple years ago. Cool, cool. Uh, I'm not big into anime or anything, and I don't, I don't think this would be considered anime, but that uh, I did breeze right through that new uh, Transformers War for Cybertron that came out on Netflix a couple weeks ago. Man, I love okay. that shit. Yeah, fair, fair, fair enough. I, I think that my anime is the thing is with anime though. It's not just an animation style; it's also like it's hard, really hard to explain. It's kind of like uh, the the atmosphere and uh, the ticket going on in in the anime too, right? It's it's more than just the the animation. But uh, it's, I will say this though: the animation for most animes is really damn good. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I would recommend anyone listening and to you if you haven't seen it that new Transformers series. Uh, yeah. First season is out. It's I can't wait for season two. I hope they don't yeah. take long, man. Yeah, I would recommend you watch the movie Your Name. It's a it's a displacement in time type of story where it's like you've got a girl in the was it a girl in the pre no a girl in the past communicating with a guy in the present. It's kind of like the anime version of the Keanu Reeves Sandra Bullock movie The Lake House, but better. <laughs> yeah, I really really enjoyed it. So I would recommend that one. Hell yeah, um, it, it, and I'm just I, there. There are certain animated things I like. Like I love South Park, Family Guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, for so for me, when I watch animated or cartoons, it's the content more than it is the style of animated yeah. stuff. Um, but some other animated stuff that I thoroughly enjoy when I've seen it is the Spawn stuff. Um, oh yeah, that I love Spawn, and I I really enjoy the movie that a lot of people don't care for. Todd McFarlane uh, doesn't even really care for it, but. Yeah. Um, I definitely had to side with Winston today. They they got into a discussion that, uh, you know, Spawn, it, it's not started yet, but it's still happening with Todd McFarlane at the helm, which that that is awesome with McFarlane there leading this shit. Uh, yeah. I'm with Winston when Winston said to bring back Michael Jai White. Uh, I think he did a great job in that first one. I uh, I mean, there there are a couple things that maybe are outdated in it, but they're nothing major whatsoever, and no, none of that has to do with Michael Jai White or his performance. Uh, yeah, but I would love to have him come back as Spawn. It can be done because it's not on movie level, but they re they did it in the the, uh, the Arrowverse with Constantine because Matt, I think his name was Matt Ryan, who plays Constantine. He had his own uh, NBC show that got canceled, but they brought him in as as the same character. In, uh, into Legends of Tomorrow. So it can be done. It's just, I wonder if there's a risk they'd be willing to take in the movies. Because I agree, he was an excellent spawn. Yeah. Um, in, uh, you know, they, they talked about Jamie Foxx is, is interested in, in playing mm -hmm. the part. But, I mean, I, I think he would do fine. But that's just the issue. I think he would do fine. I don't think yeah. he would do great. And, I think he's I think he's great in other things. This just isn't something that jumps out at me like, oh my gosh, Jamie Foxx has to do this. Like this is his role. I don't get that vibe when when he's brought into the conversation. 
Yeah, and Spawn is a very imposing, menacing character. There's one thing you can't say about Jamie Foxx is he's imposing. Yes, he's that's a great, great actor. Actor, and I'm sure he could pull it off. But he wouldn't be my first choice. Now, granted, how many times have we been wrong? Like with Ben Affleck as Batman, you know, or yeah, yeah. the infamous one, Heath Ledger as the Joker. Like anything's possible, but yeah, he's not my first choice. Yeah. Um. The only other person I can real well, no, I shouldn't say that because there are a couple others. Uh, uh, but I mean, obviously, uh, I think Michael B. Jordan would be at the top of the list of considerations. Um, you know who I think would be good? You, I wonder if you're going to say the same one I am, but go for it. Probably not. Mine's out of left field. Have you ever, you've seen Arrow, right? No, I have not. Okay. Uh, the actor who plays John Diggle in that show, David Ramsey, I think would make an excellent spawn. Hmm. All right. Uh, he's got he's got the look. He's got the size. He's I've say he every time he's had to play like pissed off and intimidating the show, he nails it every time. I think he would be a great choice, a great unknown choice. Um, looking him up right now, David. Oh, all right. David I know Ramsey. who you mean. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen him in a lot of stuff, man. I think he'd be great. Yeah, Dexter. Yep, yep. I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Um, see, I think another good solid selection, but I just, and I'm not saying that I think he's old, but I don't think the age, maybe he's a little bit older for this, but uh, Alba. Just Alba? Yeah, or Alba. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you get it? Did you get it? I'm sorry. I couldn't even go. I can't even go in. Okay. I cut out the Schmodown talk of this show a couple weeks ago, but I can't even go a week without taking a shot, dude. Boom. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? What? That is a great choice. Yeah, I could see that, man. I could see that, especially when uh, I never saw the uh, – Hobbs and Shaw, but just his his like black outfit that he was wearing in that. Uh, when I picture him in that outfit from that movie, I can picture him in the Spawn outfit, man. Dude, he was so much fun in that movie. That movie is uh, is is just an acid trip caught on tape, man. <laughs> I might have to check it out. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the uh, Fast and Furious franchise, but if you can, if you can accept that it's just big dumb fun, you're gonna have a great time. Don't true, go expecting Shakespeare. Right on. So, like, when a car flies through the air, I shouldn't be sitting there going, dude, bullshit, that can't yeah, happen. Pretty much, because it escalates pretty quickly. In I think it's the fate of the Furious, the rock fucking kicked a missile. Uh, okay. That, okay. Yeah. My head just exploded, and, that, and thank <laughs> fuck that was the last topic, because my head just fucking exploded. <laughs> I can't do anymore. Um... Uh, Matt, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us, tell tell the listeners uh, what you do as far as Schmoes from the North, anything else you got going on where they can find you. The floor is yours, sir. All right. So, yeah, uh, well, my personal Instagram and whatnot is soda underscore the underscore Saxman. That's my Twitter and my Instagram. Um, you can find me co-hosting every week on Schmodown Night Canada. Right now we're doing two episodes a week just because of all the matches we have going on in the week for the first round of the tournament. Um, we've also got the Northern Consultations, uh, show where we interview people involved in the showdown to get to know them a little better. Um, spoilers, we've got Kevin Smets coming up. I'm interviewing him next week, which is going to be a fun time. Um, I also, I'm involved with a group called the Media Sweaties Network, which, uh, 
pretty much we just promote all of our favorite content creators' uh, stuff. So whenever Roka drops a show, we'll promote it. Whenever uh, R- Riley drops a show, we'll promote it. Same with Napsock, Makuga, all those guys. And we're actually going to be launching our own show, um, a weekly show called Get Sweaty, where we talk about the things that make us sweaty. So we're going to do first segment is going to be movie news. Second move segment is going to be sports, where I'm going to cover hockey and baseball, and my co-host is going to be covering um football and basketball and we're going to be talking about also wrestling if it comes up or have yet and then the third segment is just we're going to do just shoot the shit about all the things that we love so we're going to be taping our first episode pretty quickly on that i'm looking forward to that nice man that sounds great and uh if you guys ever feel like adding a fourth segment about porn uh that makes me sweaty i will i will helm that Helm, yeah, I got another helm in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're first on my list there, Jay Wade. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking on fire this week, baby. Yeah. And yeah, uh, actually, might, speaking of, you might speaking of being on fire, what's that? I said you, you said you're on fire. I said you might want to get that looked at. Oh yeah. Oh shit. I didn't catch that. That was a great one. That was a great one. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been wondering why my balls have been itching this whole time we're sitting here. Uh, oh, there you go. Somebody was thinking about me. Um, but uh, speaking of being on fire, John from Movie Lovers Unite is on fire also this week because uh, I don't know if they're still going, but as we were, were recording, he had uh, your fellow schmo from the north, Louie, on. Uh, so uh, you guys go check that out when you can. I'm not sure, uh, I'm not sure what uh, John's schedule is with releasing content and stuff like that. Um, he Me neither. Too, I believe, but he does. Yeah, I like uh, Lou contacts him through the shows on the North Square page, and it seems like he's recording every other day. And I think at this point, Lou's pretty much the permanent co-host with the amount of times he's been on. <laughs> oh, that's really cool! Hell yeah! yeah. Hell like, yeah! I don't, it's not official or anything, but yeah, he's been on quite a bit in the last few months, and they, they have a lot of fun over there. So yeah, definitely that's check awesome. that out. Hell yeah. Yep. Check that out, guys. And uh, if you would like to follow me on the Twitter, you don't have to, but if you would like to, I would appreciate it. And you are more than welcome to. And for what it's worth, I'll give you a follow back. Um, uh, <laughs> I know that's sad, isn't it? That's so pathetic on my part. I'll follow you back. Um, yeah. But uh, you can find me on the Twitter at jwade1134. That is the letter J, W-A-D-E-1134. You can find this show as well as others on the Merc with the Movie Blog feed on all your podcasting platforms as well as on YouTube and the Merc with the Movie Blog channel. Also on YouTube, this show has its own channel, SEN Afterlife. Uh, and on the Twitter, if you want to follow Merc with the Movie Blog, you can do so, you can do so at Movie Blog Merc. Uh, but yeah, guys, that is going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, thank you again, Matt, for joining me, man. Been a hell of a lot of fun. Oh, dude, it's always a pleasure to be on here. I have a blast every time. Me too, man. Me too. Uh, if I knew you, if I knew you a little bit better, like if this was your fourth appearance and not your third appearance, I'd probably tell you I love you. But we'll save that for the next time. Uh, oh yeah. But, but I do love the listeners mainly because I want to kiss your asses so that you will listen next <laughs> week. Because <laughs> kind of we were talking about porn. I digress. Yeah, see, it, it all comes back around, yeah. dude. It all comes back around. But until yeah. next week, guys, where, uh, like I said, if schedule permits, we will have Winston Marshall on. Until then, have a great, safe week, everybody.